You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Ratcatcher2, Vaughn Datcatcher2. He is promo code Ron Vaughn D. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm good. I'm coming to you tonight from uh, beautiful Essex, Connecticut. I know I've been moving around a lot, but... Popping all around here. I can't keep I'm, track. I'm popping all around, but I'm in the middle of hockey camp this week, and I'm staying with a close friend. So, okay. it's, um, you know, I'll be moving around a little bit the next two weeks but moving and shaking but people can see you this coming sunday i believe live at idle hands for the b- 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 third hashtag dork live show mm-hmm. um, yeah i'm still undecided whether or not i'm gonna go but you're invited we're gonna have a seat up front yeah <laughs> by the way i'm going, I'm going before yeah, I there you go here's what it was funny i was just looking this up so we're gonna do an updated version of the Dork Hall of Fame. Yes. We did, recorded that episode originally five years ago. Jesus Christ. It was at the end of 2016. I hadn't even gotten the job yet at WEEI. I got it no. in December of 16. We recorded this prior to that. So then one of the weeks we were off, I think we put it on the channel like as like a best of. So people mm-hmm. can go and listen to it. We'll recap everything though. We have 10 movies, TV shows, video games, and comic books already in the Hall of Fame. And coming up on Sunday, Davey and I, as well as Mac and Goo, are going to nominate new things to join that. And we'll probably cap it at five Macs that can get in, five new ones that can get in. Maybe it'll yep. be less because it's got to be a unanimous vote, but it should be fun. I've already come up with a few that uh i'll nominate because again five years a lot has changed some of these things probably got snubbed before and others are brand new so it'll be pretty good uh okay ryan let's get to the next thing this week in yeah! all right i'm really excited for this uh Maybe uh, there are people out there that are burnt out by comic book movies and shows. Not the people probably listening to Hashtag Dork Podcasts, but yet another comic book adaptation is coming to FX, and it'll be out uh, middle of September, and it's Why the Last Man, written by Brian K. Vaughn. We Mm -hmm. tweeted out the trailer at Dork Podcast. Davey, what do you think? Well, to speak to your first point, here's here's where you said people might be getting tired of comic book properties and all of that stuff. With the emergence of the graphic novel as an art form, right? Yes. Are the same people like sick of Stephen King stuff? Uh, I don't know. You'd have to ask Martin Scorsese. Well, that's why. And, and that's see, this, this is what I mean. So when you talk about comic book properties, I mean, you could have Marvel fatigue, DC fatigue. We'll talk about that today, I'm sure. But um, 
these are more coming to the forefront as like true, like really good pieces of art, but also literature. Um, and why the last man? I actually taught this in a in a graphic novels class that I taught. Did you really? Um, this one's yeah, great. I loved it. It's great, and it there's a lot of really um, thought provoking themes that come out in this book that I'm I'm sure people will talk about. I mean, the, the premise is that there is a virus that kills every person with a Y chromosome on the planet, except for one. Yeah, and his name is and so, Yorick. And his name is Yorick. So that's so. But I, the last man. Um, how society would run, run by women. Um, what gender roles play in 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 this story and all this stuff. It's there's really, um, intricate is the wrong word, but uh, delicate themes that happen throughout this that I'm I'm interested to see them bring to the screen. Yeah. So when you say yes, so the 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 definitive answer yes, I am excited to see this, and I think other people should be too. I'm pumped. It's definitely on my list. It's one of the shows of the fall I'm excited about. This is one that has been a long time coming. I think the the uh, COVID year of 2020 really pushed this thing back. And yet another story that was written about apocalypse, about a virus, but way, mm -hmm. way, way before uh, COVID-19 came around. I don't know how people are going to embrace it. I feel like it's been at least enough time. We talked about it with uh, Sweet Tooth, about yeah. how Sweet Tooth came out like eight months ago. Maybe we wouldn't have uh, liked it as much. But but this, I'm excited. Now, again, I don't know how it's going to play out. FX has had some good stuff. FX was the home of, although very confusing, Legion. Was <laughs> they had Legion. Program. They had um, uh, Devs, which was really good. Devs, Fargo's, uh, again, the last season I did not enjoy, but the first three seasons of Fargo are all, or, yeah, first three are good. First two are awesome. The third one's fine. The fourth one sucked, but whatever. So you mentioned, by the way, you mentioned that this has been in the development for a long time. At yeah, one point, this is how long in development this show has been. It was going to be a movie with Shia LaBeouf attached to it. Wow. So that's how far we've come. I could see him this show. Him. Yeah. He definitely could have played this character, by the way. Yes. And so Brian K. Vaughn is one of the few. There's like a handful of comic book writers that if they write it, you might as well pick it up. And Brian K. Vaughn is one of those. So he writes Saga, which is probably the best comic book, no joke, ever written. And we he, discussed that on our last show, on our subathon, our very successful subathon. Yeah. So go check that out, by the way. That is a YouTube exclusive, the subathon. Uh, just something we're trying to get YouTube subs, so it's not available on podcast. So just go back in our archives. We did it last week. We were joined by Mac and Goo and uh, Rossi like and Billy D and Fryer and Dr. Joe and Shime. So you name it, they were there. Uh, but Brian K. Vaughn did Saga. He did uh, Ex Machina, which is not the movie Ex Machina. It's a different type of thing, but a very good comic. Paper Girls, which I can't tell you enough how good it is. It's like Stranger Things, but with an all-female cast, basically, yeah. is how I would describe it. And then, Why the Last Man? Speaking of Stranger Things, we saw a teaser for season four. I don't know, man. I don't are know. We doing like a, are we doing like a haunted house thing now? With Russians? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, a little bit. So, so uh, it looks like David Harbour is fine. He's got a shaved head now. He's got a shaved head now, which means time has passed. And, <laughs> and time has not been kind to him. I don't know if you're wondering what was going on there and all the ch all of the children look shockingly older. I don't really I don't I will watch it. Obviously, of course, we're going to watch it. I love the first two seasons, but I don't think I I don't I don't need this by any stretch. And it's not coming out until 2022, by the way. Anyway, so, uh, so you, meanwhile, okay. coming out, <laughs> coming out this week, Ryan, big week for the theaters. If people are going out to the old theater, two movies that are probably going to be worth watching this week. Ryan Reynolds, Free Guy, 
and the horror sequel Don't Breathe 2. If Sean gone to your head, James gone to your dick, mm-hmm. you can only pick one of these movies this weekend. What are you watching? Don't Breathe 2. Same. Although Free Guy's getting great reviews. Free Guy's getting great reviews. I understand. However, I think I'm I'm more excited to say... The PG thirteen rating for Free Guy kind of scared me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm if I'm being honest, yeah. Um, and don't the the first Don't Breathe was so good, so good, so good. Yeah. Although the chat looks like they're saying Free Guy, they'd rather see Free Guy, and, but... and you know, to each their own. But again, uh, let let I let me remind you of the yeah. history of video game movies. I know this isn't based on a real video game, but it kind of is. No, so. So another movie I haven't seen yet. I've seen a million mm-hmm. goddamn movies, but I also haven't left my house. So I've only seen movies that are that have been streamable so far. Right. And Werewolves Within is not a movie I've seen yet, but that's a video game, right? I think the yeah. Sam Richardson movie is a video game movie. I believe I believe it is. We could double check that. We can double check that. All right, we're getting a couple of don't breathes in here, but still it's being dominated in the chat by Free Guy. Now, did you see this? Did you did you hear about this? It's so more- Disney now Starting with Free Guy, um, they're doing actual theater releases and not splitting it. Yeah, no, Black Widow was like the last one. Which, if you're Scarlett Johansson, are you like, what the fuck? Yeah, why didn't you wait a month? Why right. couldn't you wait a month? It's not like Hawkeye's coming out today or Shang-Chi's coming out today. Right, so they're st- after this lawsuit drops, they're like, oh yeah, by the way, we're not doing the split release anymore. Which, by the way, not to be Debbie Downer, because this is an, this is an escape pod, right? This is the right. Old, this is an escape pod. pod, yeah, for sure. But if the Delta variant goes crazy, do you think there's a outside chance that Shang Chi being released one month away might get the Disney Plus treatment? It, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're possible. They can do that. Yeah, it's possible. Because think about it, like Massachusetts and states around here are doing a lot better than some of the other states are. So yeah. if all of a sudden, it's Florida, because be yep. Florida's one of them. Well, we're going to get Texas. into the, the Suicide Squad. Yes. Uh, which we'll get into. It is the topic du jour, not to tip our hand too much. Mm-hmm. But it did not do well at the box office. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, well, it's because it's the same day. It's like, all right, well, you know, Space Jam 2 was also a same day release. And I think that did a little bit better. And so I think it was the combination of, yes, it was on HBO Max, but also people are maybe today a little less excited to go out than they were say a month ago or two months ago that'll happen all right well anyway again not to not to go there but just just toss it out there Uh, we also got a trailer we tweeted this out at dork podcast this movie comes out on netflix september 10th uh starring mary elizabeth winstead called kate Mm -hmm. and it's an action-packed thrill ride and it it looks it she's gonna be badass and it looks like she's been the old trope of a hit hit person Mm-hmm. Who has been poisoned and has uh, a short amount of time to live, mm-hmm. and must find a an antidote and be those responsible. But goddamn, know it. that I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. Looks like uh, it could be related to John Wick, almost in a way. Yeah, because it's by the people who did Atomic Blonde, who then said that yeah. that's part of the John Wick universe. I didn't love Atomic Blonde. I didn't hate it. I just didn't love it. Either. It was fine. It was like my I reacted to that the same way you reacted to uh, Gunpowder Milkshake, where I was just like, yeah. okay. And like Extraction. It was like, although they're all kind of the same to me. Yep. But I who just like a straightforward 
but I'm in. I'm watching Action the flick. shit out of this, yeah. and it's a home release, so I am all there. Mm -hmm. uh, how about this? TV shows, they're winding down. Sort of, We got a new batch coming up, uh, but we had a handful of shows that are winding down right now. The Bad Batch actually is one of those shows. Mm -hmm. But so is Dave on FXX. They just had their penultimate episode of the season, and we got a cameo that I did not see coming. And I, I stood up it because you tweeted about it, but you didn't spoil it in any way. You just said, mm -hmm. like, basically, like, holy crap, I can't believe who was on Dave. But that's not to me, that's not a spoiler because that literally could have been anybody. Could have been anybody, it right? Literally have been anybody. So it wasn't a spoiler, but I'm like, I wonder who he means. And about a minute and a half into the episode, I was like, oh my God. I did not see that one coming at all, Ryan. I'll tell you what, right now. Fuck, I thought I had it. There I thought you had it too. Years old. I've seen every cock on the planet. So Biff Whiff shows up as like fake Rick Rubin, which unbelievable. And he has this line where he says like, he hands him a card and he's like, yeah, if you ever need anybody for, you know, a video or anything, here you go. I'm Biff Whiff. And he's like, Biff Whiff. And he's like, yeah, I'm a real guy. <laughs> like an actor. Yeah. You're an actual real. He, he says like, I'm a, yeah, I'm a real guy, man. Like what? Here's my question. Do you think yeah. that uh, little Dickie himself, Dave, was happy that Biff Whiff was in I Think You Should Leave and it came out two weeks ago? Or do you think that kind of pissed him off that like the first time most people saw Biff Whiff was in Dave instead? No, because I think he was excited that people were that know who, knew who he was. Yeah. Like there's a there's a um, little cult following for I think you should leave. We're obviously in the know there, but of course. And as soon as he said I'm Biff Whiff, like I stood up off my couch and went, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like I was like, "Oh my god, it's Biff Whiff!" Like I was so excited to see him. He looks like Rick Rubin from behind, and so they're walking yeah. towards him. And you're like, "Oh, that's Rick Rubin. He's gonna turn around. It's gonna be like a musical episode, which is cool. I'm looking forward to that." And then it's it's no. He turns around, and gets on the old. What are we? Ten years old? I've seen every cock on the planet. Incredible. But I love to so in Dave when he they pull him out of like that sensory deprivation tank and they're like, How long did you leave him in there? And Biff Whiff goes, I don't know. Rick's got me juggling like four guys. <laughs> like he's doing this to four different people. Oh good. That wasn't was good. I also saw Dave uh, or little Dicky, whatever you want to call him, tweeted out that it was like the favorite that episode was the favorite thing he's ever done. It was it was a thinker. I actually wound up watching it twice because it kind yeah, of there's a lot of to unpack there, which which is the sweet spot of that show where you have the his goofiness, yeah, versus like some kind of like heavier stuff. So he, oh for there sure, was a time he's talking to the guy Atoms, and he's like, you know, your your humor is a crutch, and he's like, I oh, forget it. I was just trying really hard to fart right there, which I know would have proven your point, but I think it would have proven my point. <laughs> <laughs> so good, which is like just the, the the perfect, you know, encapsulation of that character was great. And you also got to see what a hairless Dave versus a very hairy Dave, what that conversation would be like between the two. Please never shave your head. Please never shave your beard. Don't go. I think the beard old dolphin hides his underbite just yeah. a bit. It's it's jarring. It was. It was jarring. And you know what it also <laughs> is? Is it's one thing when people shave their heads and they shave like their beards or whatever, but the old eyebrows too. That is jarring. And yeah, and the, the whole thing. He's like the epitome of like skinny fat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's like skinny, but he doesn't have like an ounce of muscle on him. In, uh, in the same way as Dave. Yeah. Uh, question here from Brad in the chat. I think we might. Do I think there's enough to talk about there I because think we have the live show next or this Sunday. So that'll be next week's episode. 
but maybe we give it a week and we do Dave season two. I could see that. I could see that happening as well because because yeah. the last the next... three episodes have been great. So assuming mm. that the finale is really good, I think we probably should talk about it. Yes, right. agreed. Uh, we're not going to do a should I have bought this today. We're saving them. And again, bring them into the live show. It's going to be a hashtag dork teaks roadshow. There it is. Yeah, oh, it's a mouthful. But uh, 47 brand. Go to 47brand.com. Get yourself some hats, T-shirts. Got football season on the way. They got all kinds of new styles there. And use hashtag dork uh, as the promo code at checkout for 20% off your entire order. And just to remind you all, they they sent us a little bit of a uh, a care package for the live show. So they uh, forty seven brand will be in attendance in some way at the live show. At yep. It's time for Davey's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Dave, what do you got? Well, as always, this portion of the show is brought to you by our wonderful friends at WildBillsSoda.com. Go to DrinkWildBills.com. Use the promo code RONVOND. Get yourself 20% off. You know, we're all about 20% off on this show. 20% off any of your all your entire purchase. Sodas, mugs, beef jerky, nuts, sauces, lemonades, whatever you want. Wild Bills got to go to DrinkWildBills.com. Promo yep. code RONVOND. Check them out. Um, I watched... So there's a game called Back for Blood, which is a little bit like Left for Dead, but... A little bit. Remember that game where you were this four-player co-op and you could mow down zombie hordes? Oh yeah, I remember. Familiar with this? Yeah. So, Back for Blood is the new version of. It's not the same company, obviously, but it's like the newer game that's like that. Now, they had the beta this past weekend. I watched a bunch of it on Twitch. People playing it. It looks really cool, except they ran into a little bit of an issue, Richard. Now, let me explain this to you. So, this was captured on various streams, and it's. According to the company, according to the developer, this is completely coincidental, but there are two zombie sounds that when said together, right, sounds sounds exactly like the N-word. Oh, my God. So there's like a zombie scream. It's kind of like a, like a, yeah, and another sound. And they, when they're close together, when they overlap, it can sound exactly like the worst word in the English language. And this made it all the way to. And it, it was just a, it, so this was the beta. So they're going to take it out. Oh, oh, I gotcha. 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 But like they didn't know. Like they, it was just so one bad. of those things that it just happened to get caught on like three people's streams. And, and one of the guys was like, what did that zombie just call me? Yeah. <laughs> like, was it the Colorado Rockies game? Did you, hear that? Did you see that? Jesus. Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. Like, they're like, yeah, we don't know. Like, what do you mean you don't know? What do you mean you don't know? It was right next to the, the microphone, for God's sake. So bad. So bad. Um, so here's the thing that I do like to do from time to time. So the, what game am I going to play next? So I, as you yes. know, like I juggle four or five games all the time. Um, I've been moving around a bit, so I haven't been playing as much. I did finish Ratchet and Clank, the new one. It's phenomenal. That game is awesome. Just so much fun. Um, a game called Death's Door, which is on PC and Xbox right now. It's a it's an action RPG slash roguelike kind of game. Um, it's getting amazing reviews. Um, much like the way Hades did. Hades is coming to PlayStation 5, by the way. So there that is. Um, but uh, that's the game I'm going to be playing next. 
Um, the Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut is out this week. So that's going to be for you guys who want the expansion and all of the things that are that are coming with that game. Um, they've revamped the the whole thing soup to nuts. So if you guys are into that, I think it's an extra you have to pay for it though. So I'm not I don't I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah. Because I already own the game and it's wonderful. Right. Um, and the other thing too, so this week, um, Marvel's Avengers is dropping their Black Panther campaign um with a whole bunch of stuff and it looks actually really cool um i'm just dying to jump back into it because they still they're they're still saying spider-man is going to be a playstation exclusive for that game so i'm all right so like i'm just giving that game a chance but um did you see also that sony um they had a call with their investors and they're saying that they're going to have something like 12 million more consoles available you showed me that yeah i showed you that so like when i see it yeah you'll believe it when you see it yeah um, and the last thing, so speaking of the Marvel games, so apparently the Guardians of the Galaxy game and Marvel's Avengers are eventually going to cross over. Uh-huh. So they have like a campaign with like a um, Skrull or Kree war oh, that's where you cool. can play as a bunch of people. I like it. So it's the same company. So that, that does make sense. Right. So it's all Crystal Dynamics. So hopefully that'll work out. But um, that's it for the uh, video game minute. Okay, Ryan, I got a question for you. Y'all ready for Bisque? Well, I'm yes. glad you asked. It's the I am ready for Bisque. Uh, today, the topic is your <laughs> is The Suicide Squad. It is a yes. two-hour and 12-minute film that was released same day on HBO Max and in theaters. It uh, runs two hours and 12 minutes. And on Rotten Tomatoes, 91% by the critics. 84% by the audience. Uh, let me ask you, Ryan, did you like it? I I did. Very, very much so. Did you like it? I did. I did. I I was hopeful that I would. I love the idea of the Suicide Squad. I love James Gunn. I love uh, Margot Robbie and Harley Quinn. I thought the trailer looked good, but like you said before, we've been fooled by We've been fooled by trailers in the past. We have been burned here. Uh, Now, this is something we're going to do from time to time because you and I both really liked it because most of the critics liked it and because most of the audience really liked it. Now, we're going to pick this thing apart. We're going to get into some more non-spoiler than full spoilers, where it ranks and all that stuff. But you have a few of the negative reviews. Yes. Uh, kind of that were given out towards the Suicide Squad, which count on Rotten Tomatoes. So again, not many of these, but there are some. And these all have to be from actual critics. They're not going to be there. So like Joe, you know, you know, Joe Smith writing in as a as a user critic. So these are all from critics okay. that Rotten Tomatoes chooses to be top critics. Now, loosely, I pitched this idea to you in backstage right before we started the show. That's right. And my loose title for this segment is like, get a load of this asshole. I like it. Like, like look it. at this asshole. Take who says this thing. Asshole. And you can do it anyway. Yeah. If it's a movie that we hate, that people really like, like the Irishman, mm-hmm. we could do it that way. But here right. we have something that's so overwhelmingly positive in its reviews mm-hmm. that we have to take a look at the other side. All right. Of people who. So here's one. We're going to start with Susan Granger from SusanGranger.com. Sounds made up. With little exposition and no character development, there's no emotional resonance, making it more of a grotesque R-rated comic book turned video game than a movie. Get the fuck out of here! Get a load of this asshole. Now, Susan Granger looks like a Karen. 
if you look at her profile picture. So, like, what type yeah. of movie did you think from Sean Gunn, who did trauma movies? He did, like, Toxic Avenger movies. Yeah. Did Guardians of the Galaxy. What did you think that you were going to get from him? <sighs> See, I don't know. That's why I feel like uh, people like you, people like me, are actually the best type of movie critic there is in the world because... I don't need it, a good movie to me isn't just like one thing. Like I can look no. at a rom-com and I can tell you, Hey, that's a good movie. I can right. look at a horror movie. I can look at an action movie. I can look at a documentary film. I can look at a, a war movie, a fart sniffing movie, whatever it happens to be. And I can recognize what a good movie was. So yeah, this lady clearly had no, had no idea. Well, a lot of these, a lot of these things too, say something about no character development now you have to understand that while it's not a it's a sequel at, at its core because these characters are established and know each other yeah we'll get into that right. there's there's something to discuss there but what i would also tell her is i think there was character development and there is one character at least that we have seen on film at least twice before mm -hmm. and i would argue if they went into her backstory anymore it would have been stupid so okay yeah let us move to ernesto diaz martinez who says <clears throat> yes this dc dcu movie is a bit more bearable than marvel's most recent film black widow but saying that is not much different than saying that some stinky shit is better than other stinky shit the truth is is two these two movies are still shit get the fuck out of here so he hated both those movies him from cinema cine vertigo so like by the What's way, this problem. And this I, is like another like axe to I feel like this guy's got an axe to grind with these movies. Yeah, I bet he really likes the movies of Martin Scorsese. Uh yeah, that probably sounds right. Yeah. And shit sandwich? I don't think you can I don't think you can do that. You can't you can't possibly say that. Can't say that. All right, what else you got? Anything else? What else do I got? Yes. Um writer director James Gunn, a veteran of the Troma Z Z movie factory, has imbued this picture with a with a proud neo junkiness and the good news is that it's inter intermittently entertaining. Intermittently entertaining. Fuck you, dickhead. This movie wire to wire had my attention. And 2 hours and 12 minutes like you said is not an insignificant chunk of time. No, that's a, anything two plus. It's that two plus. It kind of hits you and you're like, here we go. Strap in for this. I watched a movie the other day. Ah, what the fuck was it? It was a horror movie and it was bad. And it was over two. It was over two hours long. And I was so pissed. What the, ah, what the fuck movie was it? Uh, I forget now. But it was like, I don't know why I'm sticking with it this long. It was way too long. I shouldn't have watched it. And I did. And that was this two hours and 12 minutes. It went by really, 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 really quickly. So. Yeah, I don't know. So on the question of sequel, reboot, both, neither, I know James Gunn kind of like answered it in a way where he said it was both somehow. A again, sequel it, and its own thing? So again, you had Suicide Squad come out in 2016, mm -hmm. and the movie was not very good. And there's a whole thing we talked about last week about the David Ayer cut about he he shot like a different movie. There was more Joker. There wasn't any radio uh, songs like in the thing. So this is how I kind of view it. This to me is classic comic books. So when you have a run by a certain writer and then that run ends and then somebody else picks it up, they kind of pick and choose what they want to use. And sometimes the second run or the third run is a lot better. And I'm not even talking about like 
Rebirth and New 52. I'm just talking in general. Some writers are better with characters than others. But in like in this case, you're like, hey, Harley Quinn was good. We like Harley Quinn. We like Amanda Waller. We're going to use her. We like Captain Boomerang. We're going to use him. And we like uh, Rick Flagg. We're going to use these four characters. Same actors same characters and oh by the way you know it's the same harley quinn because she has the same tattoo right here mm -hmm. and there's other things that make it clear it's the same one it also doesn't like uh tell you that the first one didn't happen like there's nothing there that right they didn't tell you they did it did nope. definitively but they also but they do it in a way that i think was the best way you could do it in so far as yes. like Harley Quinn and Rick Flag have a relationship. Right. Not like a romantic relationship, but know. they know each other. Her and, and Captain her and Boomerang know each other and are friends. Right. And so like and that's yeah. the tip of the cap to the other movie. Right. But yeah. that's an interesting point that you bring up about the comic book runs because even you've seen in those different writers with the same character, they get to cherry pick what, like you said, what they like and what they don't like. That's what it feels like to me. This is like yeah. absolute comic book stuff. It's just a new run, which would be yeah. a trade of four or five issues. And by the way, go back in the history of the Suicide Squad. They've had a few members. It's not like the same. It's not like you're changing the Fantastic Four. No. That's why it's had so many different versions of it that to me, it was almost perfect that they which, picked yeah. some and then changed it up. And it led that led to one of the best jokes of the movie, which we will there, get into in spoilers. There was a few. Uh, so again, I would consider it slightly more of a sequel if you had to choose one i think it's mm -hmm. technically a sequel but if you wanted to call it a reboot fine i i guess it's like a loose continuation but because the characters to me are the are the same it's just sort of this world where it's not a direct sequel like hey we're going to take the events of the first one and pick up right where they left off but it is a sequel where you're like we're taking some of the characters that you like from the first one and we're showing you what they're up to now you, I think you just said it perfectly. With you just blew by it, but you said a loose continuation, which I think is the perfect way to the perfect way to describe it. Let's leave it at that. Leave it. What at did that. you think of the overall story? Uh, without getting into spoilers, what do you think of the story of this one. So, so what I had the problem with when I was looking, at the, we're, we're doing look at the get a load of this asshole or whatever you guys want to call it. We'll leave it to the audience, asshole. right? Yeah. Um, they keep talking about like character development, but. You got to remember, like, who this movie is for. It isn't for the what the hell was her name again? Susan Grangers of the world, who yeah. who just um, see these movies like in a vacuum and don't see them really as anything else. But like, I don't need character development for Harley Quinn. I know who Harley Quinn is, right? I know who. I mean, and there was enough for um, the new uh, Bloodsport. Some of the new there, characters got it. I there thought. was enough for Ratcatcher, obviously, um, and then there were some that you for whatever reason you didn't need it and we'll get into that in spoilers <laughs> when we when we get there you know but um i thought it was fine and i think getting that out of the way led there's a lot more room to play and they absolutely did it yeah i i agree i liked it i also thought it was so much better and not to just dump on the first suicide squad so much but the overall story made sense because one of the things that we would say in the first one or anytime you have this world and you're like hey here's the dc universe uh you'd say all right well why would this mission not just ask superman or batman or mm -hmm. the flash or wonder woman to take care of it and the first one didn't make a lot of sense this this one does this one and we'll talk about it but this one does yes. as to why they use this group uh the action and the violence i thought was 
really good. I thought there were plenty of scenes that were pretty badass and uh, unique kills and unique action sequences compared to other movies. Because just when mm-hmm. you think you've seen it all, they do a few things that are different in this one. And the comedy, I would say, was good. It was never, for me, it was never like fall on the floor laughing, like piss myself laughing. But there was like a lot of like, ha throughout the whole yeah. movie. Yes, you know? especially with, not to give it away, but with Idris Elba and John Cena, I thought were awesome together. Uh, I agree. Oh, speaking of this, this this is not a spoiler. I think this is going to be looked at as a massive mistake. Do you know who was originally the idea to play Peacemaker was? Who? Dave Batista. And because obviously he worked with James Gunn on Guardians of the Galaxy. He was Drax. Yes. He was supposed to, I think James Gunn wanted Dave Batista to play Peacemaker. And he said he couldn't, not that he, he wouldn't, but he couldn't yeah. because he was filming Army of the Dead. What a massive miss. Now, this guy will be fine. I think Batista is good. And he's going to be in yes. other things. But Army of the Dead sucked. This movie was great. And Peacemaker's getting his own HBO Max series. And But I, I love... And I, I again, I don't know wrestling enough, but I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, that John Cena has never had like a real heel turn. Like he's okay. baby face all the way. Like he's he's yeah. a, a wonderful dude. He, he I think he holds the Guinness World Record for most Make a Wish Foundation wishes granted. Um, and I love him in that role because he's such like the. I think he and I love Dave Batista. I think Cena was the better call. I think Absolutely. Cena pulls it off better. And you're right, it is because we sort of we've seen these guys in other movies and in wrestling for so long. I think Cena was actually perfect. I think they kind of lucked into that that Batista didn't didn't do it. And they leaned in. Remember that movie Blockers that was originally called Cock Blockers, but they just wound up calling it Blockers, yeah. where Cena played like a nerdy dad. Like yeah. he does that so well, but he looks so ridiculous. Like he looks like a comic book person with the muscles yep. and like his huge mouth and like his really exaggerated features. Like he looks, but having him in like a tight polo and like cargo shorts is yeah. to me, I don't know why that's funny to me, but it is. Well, once black Adam comes out, I think there'll be a great conversation to be had on black Adam versus Drax versus peacemaker. And who was oh. the best wrestler turned comic book character and vice versa. Like, yeah. Who didn't, who didn't knew to didn't need a goose suit. Didn't need a goose. Don't need to goose those guys. In fact, you might need to de goose the rock a little bit. You yeah. see that guy? Yeah, big. I think it might be too goosed. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how big is Black Adam. That, that's just too funny. much shit on him. <laughs> too much fucking shit on me. I can't breathe. Seriously, unbelievable. Chill out a little bit. Yeah. All right. Where does this? And I think I know the answer. There is now eleven DCEU movies. If you consider Snyder Cut and the first Justice League two different movies, which mm-hmm. I do. There's now eleven of them. Where does this rank? Right at the top. Agreed. Right at the top. I mean, I think with time, watching Wonder Woman again, the original Wonder Woman, I would retcon that a little bit. I don't yeah, think that down. It would. I would come down, and I think that Shazam is a is a great second. So here's actually my list. I have it up here right now. Uh, one through eleven: uh, The Suicide Squad, Snyder Cut, Birds of Prey. For me, I like Birds mm-hmm. of Prey more than everybody else. Then Shazam, then Wonder Woman, then Aquaman, Justice League, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman 1984, Batman v Superman, and Man of Steel. And I know most people that have Man of Steel in the middle. I just, the idea of a 
dark Superman just bugged me so much that I have it last. <laughs> now, compared to all comic book movies, Ryan. Yes. I don't think it's outrageous to have this movie somewhere in the top 15 or 20. No, I don't think that's out of... Uh, I mean, if we in almost at 40? Comic book movies? Yeah, I'm like... Uh, I was like 120. I mean, I mean, like recently. So you talk about like the MCU versus the DCU. Oh, 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 oh. It's gonna oh. be somewhere in the forties or fifties. That would be uh, thirty-five if you okay. can find those two. But I'm talking like X Men, Spider Man, right? Superman. So yeah, no. I'm trying to keep a list, right? I'm top twenty. Top twenty for me. I have 104 movies here ranked. I have it currently, and again, uh, this could go down because I always get really jazzed up right after mm -hmm. a movie. I have it right now, fifteenth. Believe it or not, okay. Just I after, would just after X Men: Days of Future Past and right before Black Panther. Yeah, I mean, that's for me, favorite. that's kind of where it's at. Right. My gut reaction said top twenty. If we go, call it a hundred superhero movies, like it's yeah. or yeah, yeah, it yeah. would be top yeah. twenty. Yeah. All right. Uh, there is, by the way, which we'll get into a mid and an end credits scene. So make sure you you watch those. And uh, yeah, it's both, right? Or is it just a long mid credits? No, that's two. There's two scenes. We'll talk about them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's your dork score? Five and a half. Agreed. Agreed. Mm -hmm. And I know when we first talked about it, like right after I watched it, I'm like, could this be a six? And then I'm like, you know what? No, it's not. Because to me, it's as simple as this. It wasn't as good as Guardians of the Galaxy, like overall movie. Right. It also wasn't as funny as Deadpool. It wasn't as good as like Endgame or Infinity War or those movies. So I'm gonna, yeah. Well, I think it's a, it's an agree. I'll go five, five and, and, and a half. half. Five and mm -hmm. a half. There you go. Hard and fast. I love it. Give me that. All right. Anything else? Non spoilers? <laughs> no. Give me that. Spoilers. 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 Here come the spoilers. All right, here we go into spoilers for The Suicide Squad. The opening 10 to 15 minutes to me might have been perfect. Or it was great. Perfect. I love the idea. And we kind of knew this. Like they, they, they had such a massive cast. And we're like, all right, how many of these guys are going to be in the movie longer than 15 minutes? Remember, they had, they had the show posters for like a thousand different guys. And mm -hmm. you're like, right, these guys are going to make it. And they did it in the first one where they killed Slipknot like really quickly. Immediately, yeah. Like immediately, and you're like, okay. This one was amazing because they basically they recruited like two different groups of it, and when they first stormed the beach, that first group, and then they just all get fucking destroyed is it's like incredible. Uh, it, it was akin to the uh, Deadpool two when he formed X Force when he filmed oh formed his God. team, and they just all died immediately, which was incredible. And I was reading that they didn't allow Pete Davidson to do any press for this or he skipped press oh because he would have let he would have he he and i'm i'm positive it was like please don't make because i'm gonna say something i shouldn't say oh, blackguard blackguard and he so was the very and someone on twitter was like there's no way he makes it out of the first 10 yep. minutes of this movie and he didn't and they were right no <laughs> he did not. no he didn't yeah. uh, i think it might have been seven minutes maybe six or seven minutes in and he gets his face absolutely blown <laughs> off so they're in the plane going over and when they're asking Nathan Fillion, who's playing TDK, what does TDK stand for? It's like, it's my name. Your name is just letters? Like, <laughs> the, letters. All names are letters. <laughs> <laughs> the detachable kid 
when he goes, what does TDK stand for? He goes, it stands for me. <laughs> That's just right. Like, what? Like, <laughs> and how, about, did... how about when they signal him? They're like, TDK, go. <laughs> and then like slap the guy in the helmet. Like, it's useful. Or like trying to grab the gun and the guy's like, move, just moves the gun just a little bit. Like. But also, what? like, just fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, the first good laugh is they got the whole team, and they're or they're talking about TDK or whatever. And then, oh, actually, even before that, they're trying to figure out what Weasel is, <laughs> and they're like, I think he's a dog. They're like, a dog? What kind of what breed? Like, uh, boomerangs? Are, what breed do you think that is? And TDK goes, I think it's like an Afghan hound. <laughs> <laughs> which he did which he did kind of look like but at the same time you know so good and then when weasel fucking steps out and just drops <laughs> to the ground and then immediately starts flapping around and drowns and they're like they're all watching him they're like did any did anybody check if weasel could swim weasel drowns he drowns five minutes into the movie i'm like that to me was amazing there's another character you're like Oh, like I think like, how uh, are they gonna do with this? Sean yeah. Dunn did like the the mocap again. Yeah, and so you're like, he are they gonna use him like Groot and like all these other characters? Is he gonna be a big part of it? Nope. <laughs> Fucking <ju> drops <laughs> in into the water, immediately drowns. Oh my god, was that good? <laughs> and he died. Out. He drowned so quickly. It was it was impressive. Uh, One thing I was was surprised. Michael Rooker uh, was it? Um, Savant. Was it? Savant. I was almost said prodigy, but Savant. Um, they they okie dokie because they try to set him up like he's gonna be like this guy on this team, and they're kind of explaining to him what the hell's going on, and then he tries to bail, and finally, finally, we get to see someone get their head popped off by the mm -hmm. explosive mm -hmm. in their head because that's always been like a threat, and it's it's never happened in a movie. So you wonder like, was that a real thing? I thought Slipknot got his head blown off. Did he not in the first one? Did he? I thought he did. I, I know, or maybe. In this yeah. one, he did, and you were like, uh, I'm kind of glad there wasn't a lot of him. Just the way he's – I like Michael Rooker. He's getting old. That he's getting, he looked He looked very old. He looked a little bit well, – I'm like, ah, I don't need a lot of him. And so it was just great, like what a scene that is. Also, a really sneaky, like subtle, badass part of it was when uh, Rick – when so Blackguard goes up there, and he's like, hey, it's me. He gets mm -hmm. killed, and then Rick Flagg is talking to Amanda Waller. He's like, we got made – and he's like, we need to abort. And she says, negative, like you got a group there. And the look that Harley Quinn gives him is fucking awesome. She's just like, all right, let's go. And just like shoots her bazooka. <laughs> and it's just like, got it. Like we're we're here to kick ass. And then they just start storming the beach. And before he checks out, Captain Boomerang, pick of the pod, yeah. has an awesome couple of kills when he cuts the guy's fucking head smooth off. Yeah, and you're was, wondering if how good those boomerangs actually are, and they were uh, they were good. something else. Mm -hmm. That was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I just went, went, so after boomerang kills those guys, and then they're like TDK now, like <laughs> just ridiculous. So he goes out there and he's just slapping guys in the helmet, and Harley Quinn <laughs> looks at Rick Flag goes, "What the fuck?" Which is what <laughs> everybody else is thinking. Yes. And then and this is why you need why you need this to be a rated R movie because yeah there was yeah the, whatever you were thinking they were saying too yeah and like the violence was good too and I think one of the best scenes is, is we sort of jump forward a little bit is Bloodsport and Peacemaker kind of one upping each other on kills that I was dying laughing 
And what got me was Cena with the hatchet walking by the guy laying down and just doing like quick little <laughs> hatchet hits on him. He got, he got like a hundred times. And he's like, he's like, but they call you peacemaker. He goes, I cherish peace and I'll kill every man, woman, and child to get it. <laughs> <laughs> what an incredible, like an incredible line of dialogue. And like, this is why you start to love the team too, because then Ratcatcher, who I love actually, I love, we'll get to her. Ratcatcher mm-hmm. then looks at Polka Dot Man and goes, I thought you were the crazy one. And he goes, I am. After the running gag. Her, oh, so good. With his mother. Amazing. Had me in stitches. Amazing. Just every time, like, he looks at, the, like, he just sees his mother. Yeah. Who, whoever that actress was, they got to play oh, the mother. <laughs> God love her. God bless her. Because... Oh my God, what that was, was hilarious! What was the other line he had? It was in the same vein because they kept going back to it. But he was like, "Like I, I don't want to kill anybody, like unless they're my mom." And then <laughs> Bloodsport's like, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> were they, he, and he said in that meeting, "Like we're all gonna die." And he look at uh, Polka Dot Man, and he goes, "I hope so." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that guy's great. I also yeah. loved King Shark. King Shark was so good. And this was so I, what we saw the previews. You're like, all right, he could be good because we know how good uh, James Gunn is at using characters like this, whether it be Rock mm. and Groot or what I thought was going to be a little bit more Weasel. Although he got his bang for his buck out of Weasel. He, yeah, he did. You, you go to King Shark and there's that scene where he has Ratcatcher up in his hands. He's about to eat her and they have to <laughs> stop him. And then blood sports like how fucking deep a sleeper are you she's like i was having a wonderful dream i did <laughs> like you wouldn't eat your friends would you and he's like uh by the way the great sylvester stallone and good for him voicing you know shark by the way that must have been an easy paycheck for him huh well it must have been yeah but he was good he says one word yeah starhawk was he played starhawk in guardians too yes and then so james gunn i think specifically wanted him but to- when he made the little peacemaker out of the the awesome. explosive peacemaker. He's like, looks nothing like me. He's like, that's <laughs> he's like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like at first he's like, it's nice, but then he's like annoyed about it. Uh, he's like, doesn't look anything like me. By the way, <laughs> we're talking about blood sport and peacemakers, kind of back and forth. Yes. How fucking cool is blood sports mask and weapons? It's unbelievable. And I so the the joke that I found to be the best one is when Amanda Waller is walking. I just elbow blood sport through and talking about his team. And he's like, we've chosen everybody for this specific set of skills. And he's like, he's exactly like, we're the exact I same person. Exactly. Why'd you hear? He's like, but Which I'm better. I but think I'm better. they did that intentionally, yeah. but I'm better. I use smaller bullets, which was, <laughs> which was awesome. Um, yeah. My bullets would go through your bullets um, <laughs> later on, which, which is a little bit of like a, to uh, like dead shot. Like they didn't yeah. have dead shot for the whole thing so we just bring two not one character but two characters that are exactly like him and there was early reports during the casting when idris elba first signed on that he was just going to take over will smith's dead shot which he could have because they even have the daughter angle the whole thing was very similar to that yeah but they both decided or james gunn decided i mean who knows but depending on what you read on the internet james gunn was like well We'll leave the door open. Like if Will Smith ever wants to come back, he can still be Deadshot. That's the thing about these comics. There's a fucking million characters. Right. 
Like Bloodsport's not made up for this movie. Bloodsport's a real character. These are yes. all like, Polka Dot Man. They're all real characters. And so they just found the right mix, I think. I think it was a really good mix. But Bloodsport, that th- little face piece, and then he could take it off and it would go into like a little, like a little, and like, like you stick it around like a, on like a fanny pack or something. I just thought that was, uh, I thought he was great. I was a big fan of Bloodsport. Also, the little the little line in there about his backstory is all you need. When they're like, oh, they don't develop characters. They're like, he put Superman in the ICU because he shot him with a kryptonite bullet. And that's why he was in Bell Rev is because he almost killed Superman. Which I need that's to That's all see you need that. to know. That'd be better yeah. than any other Superman movie we've seen so far is him in Bloodsport. But then they also mentioned that him and Rick Flagg know each other. Yes. From previous missions. Yeah, so I think Bloodsport's a good guy, but then he later got hired to like kill people and stuff. So he's probably like a like a Red Hood or a Punisher or like that type yeah. of thing. I think mm-hmm. he was good though. I, I I mean I I've always liked Idris Elba, but he was he was really good in this. Uh, what other? Oh, when they're <laughs> the part where they're like we're gonna go to whatever and like find the thinker, and they're going to like a bar. And they're like, all right, disguises. And King Shark's like, well, I'll just I'll wear a disguise. And they're like, not gonna work. And he fucking hits him with the mustache. Hits thing. him with the things that I jumped out of my seat like the Biff Whiff thing. And I'm like, oh my god! Like he's like fake mustache. So the backstory behind that is, Richard, I can tell our audience that you and I used to do that to get annoying kids out of our room all the time. We would put just put our finger over our top lip and pretend to be somebody else, not because we thought we were fooling anybody, but just to annoy them to the point where they left. That's right. all we did it for. Asked, like Rich Keefe, a question he wasn't here anymore. I don't he know was, where he is, man. Yeah, I think you got the wrong room. They fucking King Shark did our mustache bit, which also backfired in a way one time when wasn't it you and Hernandez came with me to my girlfriend at the Times room to hang out. Yes. So I had been going out with, I was a sophomore going out with a, not that, not that it's the most important thing, Ryan, but a smoking hot senior. True. And, and we hadn't been going out for very long and I never really hung out with her and my friends in the same time. Right. And so Davey and our other buddy Hernandez are hanging out and a few minutes into the thing, we started doing the fake mustache bit. Long story short, she broke up with me, I think the next day. That's which is fine because yeah. no, if she well, doesn't like that joke. Yeah. And we had to, I remember having to explain it to her. She's like, but it's just you. I'm like, I, I get it. But like yeah. what we're trying to do is get didn't rid work. of didn't work. Didn't, didn't work. But you know what? You better for it. Oh, you I from it. There's, there's no, there's no complaints on my end. You That's had a nice bad. time, but you had a nice time. By the way, so- back in production, by the way, not to get off topic, but Barry is back in production as of today. Barry is. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Season three. All right. Yep. Uh, a couple other scenes I like before we get into a couple other things was the uh, the Harley escape scene was sick. And then once she got out of there and then she saw that they're arresting her, she's like, I can go back up there if you want me to want to do it all over again. Like she just loved that. But she could more than take care of herself. Yes. And then what is King Shark's name? Is it Nanawi? In, in, Inawe. Inawe. When he's yeah. like, when they're trying to rescue her and, and they're on the comms. And they're all like talking back and forth. They're like, I see somebody. I see this. I see this. He's like, bird. He sees a bird. He's a like, bird. And then Rick Flagg goes, no, now he off the comm. Get off the comms. <laughs> like, why did you give it to him in the first place? No reason. No reason why he had one. Um, 
what else did I like? Oh, I also uh, the whole bit with Milton was hilarious. So I said, just again, because you said she said what the fuck with TDK. Yeah, I said who the fuck is Milton? Right before the explosion, <laughs> she's like, oh my god, they got Milton. I'm like, who the fuck is Milton? Then they're like, and then she thought, who did she think was Milton? She thought like the polka dot man was Milton, or she thought somebody else was. She after thought that. someone else was Milton, and she's so like, no, that's not, I'm not Milton. Yeah, but, but I, I forget who it was. Was like. He was Sorry. there with him the whole time. It was so I good. I know, but I just Elba goes, he was with us the whole time? Like, yeah. Because <laughs> I remember him going in and be like, why is the bus driver going in? What's so good, too, is one of his, like, badass, like, it's a staple on a James Gunn movie, is the all the badass characters walking slow motion towards you. And one of the scenes that they did of that had fucking Milton at the end. Like, on the far right, it was Milton. So and I, but I, they didn't ever oh they did say his name briefly i went back they and watched did. it again they did say it but i was like i remember being like who the fuck is milton? like because polka dot man was like they got milton and i'm like who the fuck is milton <laughs> like he grew close to milton or whatever he said <laughs> i love it that was so good so the mission to me when i mentioned it before that it made sense for the suicide squad to be involved was clearly just because amanda waller wanted to cover up oh yeah I, you know that Superman or Batman going into this situation and finding out that it, they were actually trying to cover up the United States involvement would not have flown with either of them. No, the Justice League would have uh, sought justice where Suicide Squad, you could be like, hey, do this. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. If it's you tell anyone, it'll blow your head off. Yeah. Peacemaker almost reminds me of a more souped up version and a way, way, way more entertaining version of like US agent. Like, I think there is some good things to Peacemaker. Like, he's not all bad. Right. But he's definitely like does not see the line. He's like, oh, okay. he was about to in the building. Remember, he was about to kill like that lady. Remember, he had like the gun on her like, for when he's up on the rooftop. He's like, there's one person oh, yeah. is like, I'm ready to go. And it's like, what? I don't know. You need to Any man, her. women and children to, right. for justice. <laughs> no, for fucking peace. For peace. Yeah. Oh, man. That makes for sense. Freedom. Was he like, uh, about eating dicks on the beach for freedom or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Eat them all for democracy or whatever it was. <laughs> I'd eat them all. And she's like, Why would the beach be covered with dicks? He's like, You can't get inside that mind of a madman. Goes, Who knows what madmen do what they do? It was good. Cena was good. And I'm telling you, I'm excited for the Peacemaker show. I'm excited um, too. If it's that same tone where yeah. it's just goofy bullshit, like I'm I'm all for it. And so That's what I, I need I need more in my life. I need more goofy bullshit in my life. I hear you. I hear you. Uh how this is in the uh, DCEU. We sort of talked about it before, but Basically, you took four characters, and I think Amanda Waller could be a pretty significant character if they're going to try to push this forward. I don't know. I think it's going to mm -hmm. probably collapse on itself, and they're going to end up doing like trilogies and like standalones, is my guess. But Amanda Waller could bring this together. Um, you had you had Flag, and you had Harley Quinn, and you had Captain Boomerang. So really, it's like Harley Quinn and amanda waller and what do you want to do with those characters and by the way it's funny because amanda waller in a weird way is like the nick fury of the dceu because she oh. pops up all over the place she and does she's the one kind of pulling the strings with the whole thing but she's going to be more like the contessa allegra de right. Fontaine, where she's obviously much more sinister than fury is but the, what right. i mean is like she showed up in uh, uh she in she was in she was in the Suicide Squad. She was in Justice League. She was in Justice League. She talked to Bruce Wayne. Yeah, right. And then she was in like the end credits on one of the things too. Oh no, no, no. Batman was in the end credits of Suicide Squad, the first one, I believe. And it was Amanda Waller talking to him. Yes. 
but talking oh, about these like meta humans or whatever. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I think they could go with that going forward. Who was your favorite character? Um, my favorite character, I think, might have been Peacemaker. But looking at the list, I mean, there were so many good. Um, right, let's do a quick. Hit. Let's just do quick hitters on these. Yeah. Like liked, dislike, didn't care. Yeah. Uh, Harley Quinn. Love. I mean, I love her. She I love her. Is, and people have said this, and I, I will kick flip off of what they said. So she is to Harley Quinn what Robert Downey Jr. is to Iron Man. Like they, that's just them now. Like they were born. That role did not. No disrespect to friend of the podcast Tara Strong, but like she has become Harley Quinn. Yeah, she has, and I think she's embraced it. And she's even been in bad movies, but she's just like still wants to do it. And then, so I'm glad she was in this one because Suicide Squad got panned. Uh, Birds of Prey, I liked a lot. It was a little more mixed. Yeah, it's kind of fine, but this one's really good, and I'm glad she was a big part of it. Bloodsport was fucking cool as hell. Yes, I loved Bloodsport. I'm with you on Peacemaker. Peacemaker had most of the laughs in this. And again, you think he dies, but end credit scene shows you that he's still alive. And that's sort of where the the HBO Max series is going to pick up with him, mm-hmm. which I'm sneaky excited about now. I'm looking forward to this HBO Max series. Right. Uh, so here's to me the worst part of the whole movie. And I'm sure, again, I'm sure this is a good guy in real life. But the actor who plays Rick Flag, not great. Well, I think he's just so vanilla. He was RoboCop too. I forget that Joel Kinnaman is his name. Yeah, Joel Kinnaman. Um, I just again, I just I really I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's how he delivers his lines, his voice, or what it well, is my least. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Ready? He yeah. kind of talks like this and he doesn't really move his mouth. Oh, you got it. Like yeah, he doesn't that's... move his mouth when he talks, and he's like, Where's Harley Quinn? Wow. That's pretty good, right? A really good Colonel Rick Flag. And if you're seeing me doing this live, I'm not moving my lips at all. It's like a ventriloquism act. Wow, that is incredible. That is, I would put that on honestly in your top four impressions. Yeah, that got you. That Colonel one? Rick Flag sounds just like him. <laughs> so like that guy shouldn't be a lead actor. No, but I think he's there for the control group. He's the one that, you know, really doesn't bring anything to the table other than being yeah. a soldier. Yeah, I know he's like a little stiff, but like, I don't know. I feel like the scenes with him and Harley would have been better if he wasn't like made out of cardboard. Yeah, I guess you're. I, I, I can see what I can see what you're saying. So he's yeah. he's my biggest problem with the with the whole movie. But again, there's so many characters; it doesn't really matter. King Shark, awesome, awesome. Need more King Shark. That one scene where he just ripped the guy in half and they like slow mo it. Ah, oh, that was pretty such badass. a good ass. Pretty badass. <laughs> nom nom. I thought that was pretty funny. Polka Dot Man. Great. This guy, him and Rat Catcher, the, the girl who played Rat Catcher, are the two like breakout stars from this movie. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, so Polka Dot Man, I loved. Rat Catcher 2, I loved. Like, what a, at first, you're like, what a stupid fucking power that is. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> they use it in a way where it actually makes sense. She was really compelling. Like I like her. I would watch us. I would watch a Rat Catcher two standalone movie. How about a Rat Catcher one movie with Taika Waititi? I would watch that in too. An amazing cameo because we knew he was in it. We just didn't know who he was. Yeah, I was. I was like, is he gonna have a voice? I wasn't sure what he was doing. And then you, you yeah. see him pop up, and it was. So I mean, there's plenty of backstory there. But I'm with you. Rat Catcher, really, really good. I like great mask, great, uh, great costume. 
Yeah, I, I would yeah. like to see more of the mask. The mask is cool, and it came in handy when it fucking got the, the starfishes on it. And I, and again, I don't know how James Gunn does this, but I started yelling. We're not yelling, but I was like, cover your face. Like, <laughs> like people looking up at like the starfish, like, cover like, your ah! face. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Amanda Waller, is, uh, she's good. Oh, she got cranked in the head, though. Finally, someone took her out. So my one question would be, if that really happened, and everything we know about Amanda Waller, doesn't she like kill everybody in there? Well, I think it, at some point they're all gonna. Well, th- then remember at the end credit scenes, she's like, "We're being punished because now we have to oversee this jackass." So that kind of saved it a little bit. That kind of explained yeah. it a little bit. But I'm just like the way Amanda Waller is because when the one guy was like, "Hey, uh, what you're saying about Bloodsport's daughter? Like, you wouldn't really kill her, right?" She's like, "You don't know what I would do." And then I'm like, "If you hit her in the head with a golf club, I think she would." <laughs> but how about one of the best parts? Of, they did like a cabin in the woods thing where all the people on her team started taking bets. I, that, was was gonna, I thought that was really cool too. That was, that was pretty good. Uh, Captain Boomerang. Um, I think they used him perfectly. That's just that's enough of that. I didn't need a lot yeah. more of him. He. Uh, Again, he was one of those characters in the first one where you're like, is it a comedy movie or is it a dark movie? Like, what are we what are we doing? You weren't sure. I don't think he was sure. He was good because at least you had he and Harley Quinn talked about how like they'd clearly worked together before. And he had that cool early kill scene and then he was gone. And I also liked it, too, because that was one where you're like, if you were trying to predict who was going to be in the movie a long time. I probably kind of thought he might be like he was one of the surprise early deaths. Where the other, the other, all the other early deaths weren't surprising. <laughs> no, they were, they were not surprises. I was sad to see uh, Flula Borg, who played Javelin. He's actually really funny. Oh my um, god, Javelin was really funny. He's really funny. If you go on like his YouTube page and stuff, um, Javelin. He's done some interviews. He's with like Conan O'Brien and stuff. That guy is a riot. Um, so I wish he got a couple more lines, but I I found him to be very funny. Uh, what you think of the Thinker? Oh, I mean, that's just. Sort of I, I didn't really think it didn't really matter. You know, that character to me, like, didn't. I was indifferent to that. So where do you stand? So let's. I'll lump these two together right now. So the thinker, and then also Starro the Conqueror, which again is a comic book. Is character. a real thing, and that really did happen in comic books. You can. It's worth. It's yeah. worth a Google. Um, we got an email today, right before we went on. Uh, I forget who it was. It might have been from Chris, who hated it. And was like, I would have liked the movie, but you can't have the villain be a giant starfish. To which I say, I think it actually makes perfect sense for the suicide. I think it actually, for them specifically, and it's just so it was on the voice of the what I want, not the theme. I'm trying to think of like the word, the tone of the movie was just such that like we need the most ridiculous thing we could find I, in this. I that's it, I think it worked. It absolutely. I would, have, I would rather have a giant starfish than another giant light beaming to the sky like every other movie for a while. But you have to take it at, at face value thinking that like this guy named the thinker who's one of the you know greatest scientific minds can't come up with a better name than Starro the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. And it's a starfish. Sure is. Sure <laughs> is. So I thought I, I had no problem with him. Uh, Milton we already talked about. Savant we talked about. Uh, no. Blackguard Pete Davidson we talked about. Mm-hmm. He got a couple of jokes in. He was fine. TDK was everything and then some. TDK was a <laughs> sneaky MVP of the movie. I was reading something. So Nathan Fillion, who played TDK, he's from Edmonton. And in Edmonton, did you see this? No. They're trying to. They've raised signatures. They've petitioned to create the Nathan Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion. 
they're going to build a pavilion in his honor called the Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion. It has to happen. And like all the people were talking about it on press and everyone was like, please go and sign this petition so they can make this goddamn thing. I love that guy. I love it. Great. You mean Firefly and Serenity and like all that? He was great. Uh, my yeah. mom is a huge fan of him. My mom actually loves what's that show he was on? Castle. She loved that. Is the one he was like the writer who was trying yeah, to be a cop. I think. Yeah, yeah, she loved yeah. that show. Uh, we talked about Javelin. Uh, we talked about Weasel. Yeah. What about uh, Mongal? I love why they were like, is she an alien or is she a mutant? Like, what? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> like they had no idea what it was. They just like, okay, just go. Yeah. Oh, what was Ratcatcher's uh, uh, rat's name? Was it Sebastian? Sebastian. Sebastian. He was good. Love a Love it. He loves a little little guy. Mm-hmm. And how about this? As a little cameo in the prison, we got Calendar Man. We did, and he had a very funny line that I can't remember what he said. He was making fun of like Polka Dot Man or something. Yeah, he was. He was making fun of po- Polka Dot Man. I forget what he said too. But Calendar Man, which we haven't seen, which. Again, if you like the long Halloween, which He's I do, guy. great yep. Batman villain in that one. All right. Do you want to see another Suicide Squad movie? Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, you you think of look at the list on like the Wikipedia page of like all the members who have been in the Suicide Squad and what they could do. Oh, my God. Moving forward, who they could bring in the most ridiculous people. And they have a good core. Like, uh, so who's still alive? You could do Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, uh, Ratcatcher 2, and. Uh, King Shark and Harley Quinn. That's why. Yeah, I guess I said them because Polka Dot Man died at the end. Yes, but you have you have the you have the big four, and then you have Peacemaker, who I know at this point is going to be way more of a villain. He tried to fucking kill them, so he's obviously going to be a villain. <laughs> yeah, but the other thing, the other yeah. thing HBO Max is working with James Gunn. So James Gunn, by the way, this Peacemaker show, James Gunn wrote every episode. It's going to be eight episodes. Starts in January. He wrote every episode and he directed five or six of them. It's awesome. The show's going to be fucking great. Now, my question... Oh, yeah, and Weasel's alive. Thank you, Chris, in the chat. We, you're right. That was the mid-credits scene, too. So mid-credits, Weasel's alive. End credits, Peacemaker's alive. So Weasel's back. You could have Weasel. No. Water. I don't know why I found that so funny. Him waking up on the beach and looking around and, just and then just, like, sauntering off. Running in there. <laughs> oh, by the way, we didn't even mention... I, I should have mentioned this. This was actually my favorite part of the movie. I, I fuck. I, I can't believe we didn't even mention this. So when Bloodsport and Peacemaker are one upping each other all the way through this base, <laughs> killing guys like one no, up I know just gonna start just slicing through this whole camp like a hot knife through butter, and then they get there and they find out that those are friendlies. Those are guys <laughs> that are on their side. Like, why didn't my men alert me? Like, and what did they say? They're like, oh, we didn't see, we didn't see anybody. See, we didn't see anybody. Unbelievable! When you find out they all that they kill everybody and they're all good guys, I fucking lost it. I lost it. That was awesome. Oh my god! And that was the woman. She was in Sweet Tooth. She was the yeah zoo lady from Sweet Tooth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, good good call. Yeah. So the other thing is James Gunn is also they were talking about maybe other spinoffs from this show. So besides Peacemaker. What do you think would be a good series? I mean, someone brought it up on I was reading it on Twitter like how about the story of Bloodsport almost killing Superman? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. one. Um I you need could, like like all those movies we talked about, you could do shows. You could do a rat catcher show, you could do a uh King Shark show, honestly. Like a King you Shark could, show. Yeah, you show. could do a um 
polka dot man show because he he mentions that he has siblings yeah oh like a prequel for him yeah 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 with his mom get his mom right. yeah There's his mom was like the big fun. bad all right that's pretty good so we liked it a lot five and a half overall score for us on the suicide squad by the way did you watch it at home i did so did i, I. and i kind of wish i saw it in the theater because there were some pretty good pretty magnificent set pieces that yeah i wish i, I saw I, uh, I still I love the theater, but I also am a uh, a cheapskate, and I also <laughs> like you I, are. I have a big fucking TV at home, and I have a great time watching it at home. So I understand that these movies would be better uh, in the theater, but if they're on TV at home, I'm gonna watch them at home. Indeed, indeed. All right, let's get to the next thing. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan, would you like to kick? receive defer or you may also choose at this time to defend a goal i'm taking the ball and i'm gonna pump your tires because the very first episode of the hopefully brand new web series slash television show pint club is out now right on both our youtube page and fitzy's youtube page so if you guys want to go check that out please do um i did play a minor role in this in this endeavor um you wouldn't know it unless I told you, but I was holding one of the cameras. You so. are a great behind the cameraman for this, Ryan. So, yeah. yeah, Pine Club Show is available now. It's on this current YouTube channel. If you're watching us on YouTube, we I uploaded it earlier today. Uh, me and Fitzy at Idle Hands and Fitzy's brother and Davey were shooting this thing, and it's fucking pretty cool. It's just a, it's a 10-minute video, and we're hoping to do some other breweries and try to see where this goes. But we know there's a market for it, and somehow there's not a show right now about this. There's plenty of shows going to different restaurants and things, but not breweries. And so we will, we have decided that that will be us. Yes. So thank you again, sir, for spending your day with us. Shooting oh, yes. And video. best of luck to you in, the, in this future endeavor. Well, thank you very much. Hopefully, hopefully people watch it. That's, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> uh, the other thing is, so yeah, so that's a good one. Check that out. Also, here's a show on HBO Max right now. Two episodes in. It's only six episodes total. So I've only seen two episodes because that's all they've had thus far. It's called Small Town News. Okay. Have you seen this yet? I, I feel like this show came out and then it's like back now. Like they, there was another show called Small Town News or am I thinking of something different? But I have no. The answer is no. I have not seen it. It's its own thing right now. It It's a real show. Or a real news station out in a small town an hour outside of Las Vegas. And they put on the news. And it is... Uh, one of the executive producers on the show is... Actually, you know what? I take it back. I'm I'm lying. I thought... I got some false information. I thought Christopher Guest was a, a producer on this. He but it's like a mockumentary type thing? No, but it's real. It's real, but yeah. it reminds you of a Christopher Guest show. He has nothing to do with it, apparently. I just looked it up. But these people put on the news, and you would think it was straight out of a best-in-show, straight out of Spinal Tap. But it's real, honest-to-God people. And it's currently on HBO Max. Uh, oh, they had two more episodes tonight, actually. So oh, they're nice. doing two oh, last nice. tonight, two... Not bad. In our half-hour episodes, you can rip through it. It's kind of interesting about how this very small town and they're trying to expand into the Las Vegas market. So it's not bad. Um. Yeah. And by the way, uh, this season of Rick and Morty has picked up steam too, as well. This since we're doing yeah, Pick I of the Prods, I have watched the last two episodes. The one with the um, it's gotten better. The Voltron one uh, is very good. This season ah, of Rick and Morty has picked that? up. Sorry. Oh boy. 
I hit the wrong. Yeah, you're looking at our YouTube page. I'm falling apart now. You're falling apart. Okay, we we've hit critical mass here. We're over an hour. I thought this thing was about Christopher. Uh, it was produced by Christopher Guest. It's not. No, it's not. You're fine. Somebody must have just said it's like Christopher Guest, and then I a Christopher Guestian show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a bag of crap. Well, guess what? I actually made an outro song. I have an outro song. We're gonna try to play it. It might be good. But that's gonna do it for us. Uh, Davey's, um, what's going on? I got a real delay now on Davy. Little Ricky, wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, little Ricky, wrap you it up. You gotta get him involved. <laughs> All right, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. We're on the YouTube as well, where we stream on Monday night. Go to YouTube.com/slash Dork Podcast. Uh, you can email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, anytime next week or no this sunday we have the live show at idle hand so check us out show up come on down bring something we'll tell you if you should have bought it three o'clock start time us and mac and goo should be a lot of fun and uh i think that's it ryan what do they say about wombats they got square poops You're going to have problems, just like everything else. But stay positive and stay strong. Stay positive and stay strong.